All right, Joey Drex in the motherfucking house tonight. Joey, what is up, brother? Thanks for being my returning guest on uh, House on Quirk. This is a brand new season, season four, episode two, my brother, episode two. So thank you, my friend, for coming on board tonight. Well, thank you for having me, Dave. And let's start off with a toast. Like, can we just do a toast? I'm thirsty. Yes, we'll do the toast right now, buddy. Uh, buddy, this is Merry Christmas to you and your family. Cheers. Merry Christmas, sir. Guys, Merry Christmas isn't to everybody out there. Oh my goodness. It's oh my tasty. Goodness. It's tasty. And, you know what? I'm gonna talk about this wine afterwards when uh when we're, <sighs> we're in it anyway, so it's no big deal. But yeah, listen, brother, man. I mean I I um I appreciate you uh you agreeing to come back and I know you not even agree, you you're like Whenever you're doing it, man, invite me. I'm in. That's Thank that's yeah. exactly where you are. Well, you've been there every step, man. Like, like you know, since we've connected, we've been all about it, and you know, watching you build what you're building, and and, and we're gonna talk about what I got to enjoy earlier tonight as well with my with my food. Oh my god, I'm excited about that. But uh, listen, man, you uh, you give me a platform to share a good message that means a lot to me. So I thank you for that. Amen. In my pleasure. My pleasure. So just to give us a bit of background, uh, Joey, like you're um, you are and we're going to talk about mental health awareness. We're going to talk about the and how covid and, and, and how just, you know, anything could trigger something uh, in, in a mental health. And we want to be aware you are a huge advocate, uh, a promoter of of uh, like just coaching and, and yeah. Uh, and coaching kids, uh, coaching people. So tell us a bit about about what you do. Well, basically, Dave, my background went from me wanting to be a police officer into the corporate world of sales into realizing what I absolutely love to do. And that's sort of, you know, as you just said, coaching, inspiring others. And it's really not from an egotistical standpoint at all. It came, it came to me almost accidentally, really. Um, you know, back in 2008, I built a brand up. And, and, you know, as a result of that brand, this positive messaging was kind of spreading through the schools and, and, and so forth. So the mental health side of things is something that I've managed all my life, um, ever since a young, young boy. And meeting these kids through you know, my evolution into the school programs, um, the stories they would open up and share, you know, giving somebody an opportunity to say, tell me your story because I'm really listening. That's a powerful moment. And, and, you know, to help kids develop that skill set to not lock it down and, you know, to start talking about it. It's such a suppression. And um, so it's something that was in me because I've experienced it on many different levels, depression, um, the medications, the counseling, the ups and the downs, the wondering why I can't lift my head off the pillow today, the wondering why I have no motivation yet I feel like I should be on top of the world. And when I started to meet like-minded people it's mm-hmm. like that moment it's just it's a it's a it's a wow moment in your life Dave when you know exactly what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life whether that's making a living from it or not it's who you are and the one thing that I validated for myself is that you know I I went from speaking to thousands of people on a yeah. weekly and monthly basis to you jumping in the trenches you know because of a life-altering moment but the UI we matter 
lifestyle has never left me ever. And if that's one thing I can say over the last four to five years since my father passed and I had my life reset is that that message has never been more uh, prominent in my life. It's, it's, it's all around me. No matter what, nobody's perfect. We have ups and downs. We have bad days. I have bad days. It doesn't matter the core though. The core never changes, right? So really my background is exactly this. It's who I am. And I, I genuinely care about what's going on in our world with mental health and now with COVID. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very trying time for many people. That, that's, uh, that, stuff just, that stuff just eats me sometimes, you know, and, and, and I commend what you do. And, and you know what? I'm sure, that, <clears throat> I'm sure that you see it. Like you may not like um, some people that may not even know who you are and you walk up to them you can probably feel an, a vibe or an energy from them to say, hey, man, something's fucking up. Right away. Right away. And it's unbelievable. Um, in my line of work, um, it's, it's, a, it's a transient business, right? Construction, right. working in the outdoors, guys coming in and out, girls coming in and out. So you meet a lot of interesting characters, a lot right. of wonderful characters, a lot of lost characters, a lot of, you know, what am I doing with my life characters? But you yeah. know what? Um, I connect, I, I trust in this, Dave, is that I connect with the right people. I kind of feel like um, you can't be everywhere, um, but you can be in one place and you can be making a difference. And you know what? Uh, these um, great people sharing their stories with me, it, it's a real honor that I, that I share. And, you know, I've had so many people say, I don't know what it is about you, but I just feel I can share things with you. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I never take that for granted. I know it's a blessing and, and I'm like, I'm right here. And there is just the ability to pour it out um, right. with no dialogue for me, perhaps maybe no big grand plan or solution, just listening. That's the thing. You have to listen. Mm-hmm. Listening is, is a big part of this. People get very, uh, and I talk about this, our, our lives go, our lives shoot across our mind a million miles an hour. We're processing shit all the time. And it's like so fast. And it's like, we're, we're very quick to react to, uh, to answers, to questions that people ask us. Like, you know, it could be negative, it could be positive, but no one could just sit back and just fucking listen mm. to what they have to say. Because every word that, you know, People are sponges now. Like they're they're absorbing. Like you offer the help, they absorb it. They want that help, right? They want that. Yeah, it's it's when you. I don't know. I guess I guess the greatest way to compare it is that you know you're just essentially or explain it. I should say it's not a comparison. Is that you're giving somebody this key and you're saying, hey, right away you just know that there's a connection, and it's like, hey, if you want to talk, I'm right here without even saying it. It just happens, man. So. I've had, you know, people call me what is referred to as a wanderer. So, you know, you're supposed to wander and connect with people and help them and so forth. Like a little as hobo. I remember watching that show <laughs> as a kid, right? That dog right. would go and help everybody and find his way home. That was one of my favorite shows, man. Oh, That's my God. That, man. Like, I love German Shepherds probably because of the little as <laughs> hobo. But, I mean, look, Dave. I take care of people's properties for a living, man. I'm out on the I'm out on their properties every day, and and, and just connecting with people and working in the great outdoors. And I'm blessed every day. Um, th- this this is something that is just part of me, man. Uh, right. You know, you, you see, I wear it. I, I'm not selling. I'm not promoting. I'm not trying to right. profit from this. Right. This is just who I am. Everybody right. keeps saying, "Oh, you should do this. You should do that." 
No, man. You know, I just want to connect. That's it. I just you know, want to say you got somebody out there that really believes that you matter. No matter what your story is, no matter what you've gone through, no matter where you are right now, somebody out there really does care. And that's the, and they, that's the thing that people don't realize sometimes is that, that people do care. They may not show it. They show it in different ways, but they, some people do not care. But like for you though, how, like this, um, UI we matter. How much time does it consume your part of the day and night? Nah, great question. I, you know, it's easy to say all of it. Um, look, and that's probably the right answer because I don't wake up. I don't go to work teaching this anymore. That's not what I do. Right. I get up and I go to work physically. Um, yeah. And through that work, Dave, I, I've connected with all amazing people. Um, I'm learning from great leaders. Um, I've got great crewmates. Uh, they all have stories. And you know what? They share them, man. And it helps them. Um, so it's every day, all day. Um, at nighttime as well. You know, right. I'm, a, I'm a dad. Right. Um, you know, our family's been through the grinder a little bit lately. And, and you know, so there's that as well. And, you know, uh, I'm the UI We Matter dad, right? So right. it's tough, but they but they know dad's not Superman and, and it's okay. I think the greatest strength is to show that you can be weak, right? I mean, Absolutely. that that's what it's all about. So it's just who I am, Dave. I mean, it's uh, so, yeah, it's consuming, but it's not. It's not consuming. It's what I breathe in and exhale. Right, out. right. It's life. It is life. And you talk about being a parent, being a dad, <clears throat> Um, and even if you're not, even if people that are not a parent out there, um, <coughs> excuse me, they can, they can still, uh, relate to being close to somebody, whether it's, uh, someone else's child or someone else's grandparents or whatever. It's about recognizing, um, you know, symptoms or, or just recognizing, um, uh, this, the signs of mental illness and not everyone's a doctor, never, not everyone's a professional and by far. Um, certain people can really pick up the vibe and I, I know you can, um, but it's like, <clears throat> I, I don't understand. Some people just, they get it and some people don't understand why this person is having a hard time coping with shit, you know? You know, it's, it's funny you say that because it's true. I mean, I'm probably good at reading it because I lived that. Like, I mean, I hid it for so long. Right. You know, there was the longest time where it was like I had to be the strong guy, the tough guy, uh, the guy on the ice that would lead his team and, and all this. I had – I couldn't show that stigma. I couldn't show that weakness because back then that's what it would be perceived as. It's And it's really – you know, shitty that that's the way it was, but I had it suppressed. So, you know, I could walk into a room and not a soul would ever recognize that I was, you know, going home and just sitting in darkness. You know what I mean? Uh, even though around people, I was very much alone. So connecting with people, you, you, you can just tell, right? I mean, you just get this vibration. I feel the energy. Hey, listen, we're all about energy and, and you can feel it when somebody's down. You can feel when it's really deep when there's some depth to that darkness and just going over and saying hey man how are you you know just a little well, not that we're touching each other anymore but there was right. a time where you can go up and give a guy a little hey man how are you i'm joe right. you know and you just have a little conversation and sometimes it's like wow i'm so happy that we connected um do i trust you, uh, i trust my instincts yeah no absolutely do you find that um that 
you know, you're connecting people virtually. Do you have people that contact you with, like virtually yeah. like how we're doing now to say, listen, Joey, man, I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, you know, I, once in a while, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are more or less saying thanks for the positive messages. They helped me through my day. I haven't had any crisis yet where I'd be like, hey, you, you, you know, we should probably get a help phone uh, uh, connection here. I've not run into that in a very, very long time. You know, there was a time where, you know, I was dealing with a lot of teenage suicides um, back in the high schools, right? Back in the uh, early part of uh, 2013 through to 2014. And there was just this string of suicides, man. It was, it was horrible. So, you know, it, it just sort of magnated from that. Um, but nobody has since reached out to say, I don't want to be here anymore. And that's a good thing. It is a good thing. Um, to me, I, I kind of think, I hope, I'm hoping that's a good thing because. Yeah, yeah, it could be you know, twofold. Yes. Right. It's just like, I don't understand, like, because the way the school is now and the way the COVID is, there's there's a lot of suppression. There's a lot of people holding it in, I think, in my opinion. You know, and, and when you say, you say you talk about being a dad and, and me being a dad as well, it's like, I'm always, I'm trying to always be in my kid's face and say, hey, guys. What's going on? You know, like, you know, um, what's shaking? What's going on? Yeah. How's your girlfriend? How are things with you? How's school? How's work? Right. Uh, because you know that they're, they, they have an outlet, whether it's yeah. they come to me or they come to their mother or both of us. So to go back to it, it's like sometimes you think maybe it is a good thing. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're holding something, right? Maybe it's holding something. So that's why I want to I want to reach out to people with you. Yeah. Say, you know what, guys? If you're holding, if you, if something's fucking bothering you, man, like there's, you reach out. Yeah. Whether we're talking here virtually or or on the phone or emails, you know, it's yeah. uh, you know, you are you're the man. You're always around to, to help out, right? Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm pretty responsive in the uh, in the the dms when they come through you know as long as they're appropriate if you know what i'm saying absolutely like like there's no way all those girls are following me and they're real like it's all fake profiles for sure <laughs> oh <laughs> but, damn uh, that was real man right <laughs> all these like trisha status one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirty forty three like it's just f off man exactly i know i don't even know how they fucking let that happen you know but on yeah it's stupid but on social media dave like you get to know your like I interact right and that's right. one thing that I've taken a lot of uh, pride in is that I interact I'm not gonna let somebody say something without an acknowledgement and you know that's also goes back to my my mannerisms you know common courtesy and, and just pleases right. and thank yous and appreciation yeah. right if somebody's gonna take the time to post something I think they deserve my time to um, reply right. Um, but I, I tend to get to know the ones that are going through some dark stuff so I watch their feeds um right. snapchat in particular i'll reach out to a few of the guys that i've known throughout the last few years that are battling yeah. some darkness and i'll just say hey man just touching base how you doing things like that so right. there there is a cycle mindset that i do kind of run through it's not like i have like a day timer where i wake up and say okay today's december 21st i need to con contact these people i probably should but it's just it's become repetitive and it's good it's like a mental health check-in once a month sure absolutely so, yeah and you know what anybody out there if they if they want that like reach out to me it's uh yeah i'd, I'd be happy just to say hello and you yeah, know man. to learn about one. things and their stories you know you know they want to make sure that you're that we want to make sure that you're around we're around give them give them your um obviously we talked about giving them your uh 
yeah. your uh, email address and your home number and your birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just pin my, I'll pin my location on Google Maps right <laughs> exactly. now. Exactly. Everybody run. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Do you want me to do that now, or do you want me to? You, you know what? You can say it now because we're gonna. I'm gonna put it up on my on my site anyways later All on. Right. So. so the email's real easy. So Joey Drex, J O E Y D R E X at gmail.com. Um, they can also reach me on social media. Just search Joey Drex. You'll see me on uh, Instagram. You'll see me on Twitter. You'll see me on Facebook. I also have a U, at U, I, we matter. That's the letter U and then I, we matter um, Instagram page as well. So reach out anytime. Also on TikTok now, I'm starting to learn that platform. So it's awesome. at Joey Drex on TikTok. Yeah, you know what? Trying my grandson though got like 4,400 views of being a ninja. So we're, we're doing something <laughs> right. <laughs> I tell you, man. You know what? Going to TikTok is like I'm. I'm gonna. I thought about doing it. I think I'm gonna do it. I, I'm not gonna think. I know I'm gonna do you it. You need to. You need to. I see some of the stuff out there. I was doing some research because I always like to just do my homework first and see how it sure. is. Sure. Yeah. And it's like you see some some crazy shit on there. Okay. And. You know, yes, the TikTok dance and all that fucking bullshit. But you know what, though, there and if if you dress in a in a small little fucking outfit and try to do a moonwalk or some type of bullshit, you're gonna get millions of hits. But it's like that's not what we're after. What I'm no. trying to say is that is like you want to try to build a brand, and, and yeah. that's what you want to do, and that's what you want to do, and I think that'll work. That thing will work for you great because so many. <clears throat> well, I appreciate that. Look, the bottom line is. When you're dealing with something like mental health, here's the bottom line: they're they're, they're rarely going to come to you. You you got to give. You got to go to them. So right. I need to go to where the viewers are. I mean, I, I think to myself, man, imagine if TikTok was around when we were in, in our teens. Like, oh my god, the excitement we would have had. I like, know. like we missed the boat, man. No, honestly, no. But <laughs> it's it's uh it's unlocking so much creativity. I see a lot of good in it, but yeah, you know what? You see a lot of bullying. You see a lot of bull crap. Yeah. Um, it's, it's everywhere, man. You know what? One thing social media has done as well. It's, it's, it's made the world honest about how dark it can be. You know, you said it, it really has, man. We weren't exposed to this when we were teenagers, man. You know what? We had to talk on a telephone and say, let's meet at the park at 10 AM after rice Krispie squares. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. And if you wanted, and if you wanted to be like not available or busy, just take the phone off the fucking hook and put it down, Damn. and then it would give you that busy tone. And I don't even think kids even know what that that tone means anymore these yeah. days. Yeah. No, I know, man. You know, it's it's funny. I mean, you don't see a lot of home phones anymore. You really don't. Right. And uh, it's uh, you know, it's 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 a strange world, but it's a world of connectivity, right? So, look, we're not going to change it. Social media is here to stay. Um, people are spending more on advertising for Instagram than they do on cable television because The Rock gets you know twenty million plus views on his on his little brands, and and you know you're going to get four million views on television. It's it's just right. insane what's happening. My point being is that. That's where the traffic is. So you have to go there. Right. And and I'm just saying, hey, you know what? We're here. It's a positive message. Trying to get a little bit of a movement going so that if you see somebody in the street with a UI, we matter branded shirt or whatever on you, you're going to say, hey, man, you matter. Because I right. think people that would actually want to wear the brand, the people that have reached out and said, hey, I'd wear a hat or something are the ones that would wear it because 
they've lived it. They've they they've been a part of it, and maybe they haven't lived it. Maybe they maybe they lived it from the partner standpoint that right. they their 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 partner has gone through some mental uh, health challenges, right? And and that's a whole other podcast segment that we could talk about as how hard it is at times on the partner. You know? Oh my God, for sure, for sure, yeah, man. I struggle, I struggle with that too. Is like with um, you know understanding him, you know that. <clears throat> we've been with you know you've been with your partner for so long it's still some things as the older we get i think um trigger points are are like you know quick to uh to to strike up a, a negative impact sometimes you know so yeah uh, we got to cope with that like say, yeah you know what kids as younger we are we're more resilient whether we don't care or not but the older we get we are getting to the point where it's like um you know Every little thing could bother us, you know, a trigger point, right? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, it's it's to recognize that, and uh, it's it's tough because people change as they get older. Yeah, it's true. Trigger points are another thing too, and, and you, as you get older, you get to know them. And on the mental health side of things, trigger points are, you know, that's one thing that I'm talking about lately is that those are the things you got to get to know in yourself. You can start feeling some things starting to go a little, you know, dark during the day. All of a sudden, you're getting a little bit angry over something so stupid and silly. You're like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Right. So those are all trigger points. And there are things you can do to just go, bah, bang, and shift that right. whole mindset. I know. There is. It, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm – it's like the mental health problems are are common, okay? And, you know, we try to we try to, to come up with uh, ideas to reduce stress and promote – promote well-being you know mental health is is an illness and we have to recognize that it is a problem and it's growing because it's it well it's more now because of of the way COVID is yeah Um, and and now with this fucking lockdown they want to do like the complete on like what the whole province lockdown yeah they're doing it again you know I'll say this about COVID I mean I feel like I've been one of the one of the lucky ones. I've been able to work. I'm an essential worker, so I've been able to work. Property care, you know, you can't let grass grow to be 13 feet tall, man. Right. right? You saw what I mean? Um, any safety issues on people's properties need to be dealt with. Like, I mean, so I've been lucky in that standpoint because, I, you know, I'm connected with some people that weren't that lucky that you know that did get laid off, that live alone, that right. live in a basement apartment, that have little tiny fucking windows, and it, it can get lonely, right? Like, yeah, you can go outside, you can maybe have a curbside, six foot apart coffee with a friend for 20 minutes, but you know, everything changed, man. And and people that already battle loneliness due to isolation, it just puts some people over the edge. It, you said it perfectly. It's like. You know, we just don't know. I mean, like um, what people are feeling and, and recognizing that. And I thought, you know, I mean, I'll just <clears throat> I was doing some research just on, on mental health because I'm 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 a huge advocate about finding ways of, of having people uh, cope with it and help with it. And, and uh, you you're know, doing it. You're doing it. You're providing music, man. Well, that's that's number that is that is up there with uh, with, um, you know, uh, a ways of of helping mental health is music. Yes, um, you know, and and talking about it. You know, like just how we're talking about it. If we if we have an issue with somebody, it's about like there's no there's no like um, I don't know how to say it, but like you know we're not always right in how we approach it or we or we solve it. Okay, it, but if we can if we can have that person just just pause, 
breathe and reflect by just us talking about it, it may could be it could be something totally different. But yet, it definitely would help them out. And we've done we're we're working, we're helping it, right? We're helping yeah. it. Yeah, you know, it's, commu- it's communication, man. Right. You know, and you're through this network, through this channel, through this platform, communication. You know, right. we're going to try, we're, I know, you know, COVID kind of put everything we, you and I talked about a little bit behind on the back burner and, you know, rightfully so we had to do, we had what we had to do. Um, and then, you know, we went through a little bit of the grinder as well on our side of the family. So, you know, coming out of this, I'm looking forward to developing the platform on life TV so that, you know, the communication and the conversation can really start and continue. I appreciate that, brother. I think you would do incredibly awesome uh, having your own, you know, your own uh, feed, your own podcast, your own, just, just to talk about anything, you know, to get a hold of you, they can go on, on your, on your site and, and, and click in and away they go. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, there's, there's no magic formula to on, on how we communicate about mental health. It just starts with, Hey, how are you? Right. You know, how's your day? Right. You know, if you just stop at, you know, how was your day? You're giving the easy answer, you know, of, oh, it was funny, right? But you got to start asking some questions where, you know, they're going to have to put a little bit more thought into their reply. Sure. You know, get them talking. You know, you, you know you're a dad and, and I'm a dad and, you know, right. going through the teenage years, you know, how you how do you navigate that conversation with them? And, and right. you know, oh, man, I'll tell you what, for anybody who says parenting is easy, whew, no, no. I mean, it, 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 no one would ever, if anyone ever said that, they deserve a, a punch in the fucking face because it's, it doesn't, it, it's impossible. Yeah. It never is. And, no. and it, <clears throat> but, you know, we talk about ways of, of uh, coping with it, ways of, of dealing with it. And yes, communication uh, is, is a huge factor. Music is a huge factor. Um and uh, like, there's just, and maybe even if you are alone, like you talked about before, if there's somebody that, like lives in a basement apartment, small window, dark room, you know, just no one to talk to. It is alone, you know. Learning, learning ways of, let's say, breathing exercises or yeah. meditation, uh, yeah. you know, or just or just pick up the phone and call somebody, yeah, whether you know them or not, reach out. Right. You know, I, I got a little bit of a funny story about the meditation side of things. And, you know, anybody who out there is listening who's tried meditation might appreciate this. Um, <clears throat> the first of only a few times of trying meditation where, you know, it's dark, it's silent, you're one with your thoughts. It frightened me <laughs> so it? deeply to get that alone with my thoughts that I knew then I wasn't ready for that style of meditation. Mm. And what I found was silence scared me. And music really started to matter to me in the form of it allowed me to relax. I could close my eyes. I could get lost in my thoughts during a nice song. And it really helped to unlock the, I guess, you know, those thoughts that didn't want to come out in dead silence. So meditation in silence is not for everybody. It wasn't for me, 
but there's there meditation through music is wonderful man and i'm not a pro at it yet um i've mastered maybe up to two minutes and then all of a sudden i start dancing to the song uh, <laughs> you know it's just we're, we're working on the attention span a little bit but uh, it, it's important it's a really important tool right. music having a playlist right being able to press play if you feel that dark cloud coming right um you know you've got to have the tools and we've talked about this before you know um, people aren't going to be calling you, you know, as often as you want. People don't, you know, it's important that as friends, we do reach out. That's why there's that little bit of a cycle I go through on social media, because when you're battling darkness, you feel like you don't want to burden people. You're not picking up the phone. You're not texting right. a buddy saying, hey, man, I'm feeling really down. Right. You know, I, I've learned to be able to do that. And even though I would consider myself, you know, a lot better today at that now than I was then. Um, it's still scary to do that, but I've got great friends who will be there for me right. that don't judge me. Right. And, and you know what? You find them when you become a little vulnerable right. and you open up a little bit and then that's how you start connecting. And the next thing you know, boom, they're talking to you about stuff they've been suppressed with and or of keeping suppressed and it's it's powerful man just communication and music it's just wonderful you talked about um kids and students and suicides and mm -hmm. you know, and and dark places and so forth and and to to be involved in the schooling mm -hmm. with you know uh teenagers that um that really just they just have um they just they're not they have an issue, right? So, like, I mean, tell us, take if you can take us down a path of an example. If it's if it's cool, if you're, yeah. a, <clears throat> yes, we get it, man. Don't worry. Okay, so a perfect example. <clears throat> I'll change cities. Okay, I won't mention school names. I won't mention. I'll change the grade. I won't mention names. But we're in an auditorium. It's a high school. It's not in Ontario. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to the grade 11s and 12s. And we're talking about the power of our words, the power of, you know, how heavy a word is that, you know, you may not understand the weight you've just delivered to somebody because you don't walk in their shoes. The fact that you can truly destroy somebody with your words, that you can make somebody feel so worthless with your words. Um, but then you can also choose to rift people up with your words. So there was this whole thing about help not hurt. Anyway, so before I started this session, I had, I had, you know, addressed the auditorium and I said, you know, let's hold the questions until after my presentation. And this young girl, man, in the back row, just boom, 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 just would not stop. <clears throat> she caught my attention. I'm like, I appreciate persistence. I said, you obviously have something to say or ask. You have the floor. So my helper, I always pick the helper in the schools, right? right. Um, she ran up with the microphone and she handed it to her. And she told the class that she was planning to take her life. Wow. She was, yeah, it was a powerful moment, man. And she got to address the reason why. Oh, God, I'm getting chills right now. It's It's crazy. Um, she got to address the auditorium in a safe, brave way. And, 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 and she wasn't mean about it, but she called out her tormentors. She literally called them, you tormentors. She says, you've been tormenting me since grade nine. 
Jeez. You've made me feel so worthless. Anyways, Dave, that's the Coles version of it. Here's what happened. I, of course, go up. I sit with her. It was such a, a, a magical moment where these girls and this small group of other students came over to her and embraced her. And there was tears. There were hugs. There was apologies. There was, I had no idea that, that my words could do that. There was growth. I obviously followed up with that school. And that girl was doing extremely well. Um, there was healing. She started to speak to her guidance counselor more. So, so that's just one example. There was something great about it. And here's why. Look, students of all ages, especially in high school, I think they want to be heard. They don't know how to deliver it. So when I went in, it would be like, look, if I bring them all down at once, there's right. only a few people that might hear what's really being discussed. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of ADD happening, man. So I said, the only way to do this is literally class by class. So it was never about just going in and being quick and getting out. I would right. spend the entire day, you know, talking with every single class and every single school from whether it be kindergarten right up to grade 12. And that's because the connection had to happen in order for them to understand what we were doing. And there was such foundational change taking place in the schools, man. I, very, very proud. And, you know, I still get messages from a lot of those students who are now going to college and, and universities. And it's really exciting that, you know, some of them will tell me straight up, look, your program, absolutely helped my high school years wow you know other girls and and guys would step forward and want to share their stories it was powerful dave just giving them the floor to be free with it man there was so much healing it was phenomenal i could go on man. i could write a book about it i don't know why i haven't i well, literally I, could. You should i mean you, you probably have so much in your fucking head about you know just stuff that went on and stuff that you've 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 seen an experience and and the stories that that well uh, he, here's here's what i noticed look hmm. i didn't realize how much pain there was in schools until i got into the school in that capacity you know what i'm saying like um we're so ignorant man to what's going on in the schools, um, even as parents with high school students, we really don't know. I was able to kind of like get into the trenches in ways that even some of their teachers couldn't get into because, wow. you know, I, I gave them that outlet, right? A safe right. outlet. And I always told them in groups, I'd always say, listen, I reserve the right to take anything to the, to the principal, to your parents, if I feel there's a safety issue. And they all have to agree on that, right? And the dialogue that would take place there's a lot of pain happening in high school, man. But look, we've, I, there was one girl, one of my daughter's friends, and she shared a story about trying to take her life. And she was so happy she failed because she goes, I got through high school and anybody who was bothering me in high school did not play a part in my life anymore. Right. So her message was just get through high school. And there's some real truth to that, but you don't want to just get through high school. You know, there's supposed to be a great time in somebody's life. And unfortunately, man, the reality is it's not the case. And so mental health really is heightened because these students run home and they're not being, you know, say, or they're not, they're not able to feel safe because they go up into their rooms. Our kids are in their bedrooms, but guess what they're on, man, their phones.
And guess what they're reading? The hateful messages. Imagine you're a student in a new school and you go home after your first week and you read all these hateful messages about yourself, about, oh my God, she's such a whore and all this. Like, dude, what these students go through, it's horrendous. And you know, one thing where I'd get students just to go like wide-eyed was this. What you post on the internet, even though you might delete it later, can never be undone. And we, and you know, there have been cases where students lose scholarships. They get kicked out of school because of hateful messages, racist messages, uh, uh, threatening somebody's life. Listen, man, I believe this. Your true character shows in what you post and what you participate with online. You know, that's that's who you are, man. Amen, brother. Amen. On that. And, and, and so we would tell the students, you know, don't F up your future. Right. By wishing somebody to go kill themselves by drinking Clorox bleach. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. That's stupid. You're going to regret it. And I would challenge them to think like, look, at the end of the day, when you go home at night, even though you have this beef with this person, I'd like to believe in the calm of the darkness that you'd rather help somebody as opposed to hurt somebody. Listen, man, just challenging people to think outside the box. And it was it, it, it was. It was impactful, Dave. And, and you know what? That's why it's just, it's part of who I am. It's just what I do every day. I don't have to be in the schools to do it. I just do it. Right. Do you, do you think that this, um, these type of cyberbullying and physical bullying in school because of COVID, you think it has, is actually um, silenced or do you think it's actually they're, 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 you know, doing it in a different way? It's exploded it because all the trolls online all the hateful bullies online they're not allowed to go out so they're just on their they're online even more Fuck. you know so and and look man if you always do what you've always done you always get what you've always got bullies right. unfortunately unless they're challenged they're not going to change man you know through our programs we had kids come up and say they would call me mr joe in the schools right in the elementary and they would say mr joe i had no idea that you know i could be hurting somebody by saying something like that so it's amazing to think that they would have no clue of how powerful their words are but to challenge bullies to start through actions to helping others as opposed to hurting others right so there was a there was a lot of positive change man because listen mm -hmm. the bully learned behavior somewhere that it's true. They developed it. They learned it, whether it be at home or from a friend. They saw behavior, they saw power in it, and they liked it. But it speaks a lot about possibly what's going on in their life, right? You know, you, there, there's a lot of, you know, you just search it on YouTube about, you know, uh, former bullies who are now role models and they share stories. And they're so sorry for what they've done because they realize the pain that they've caused, man. Right. You know, I, I stood up to my bully by physically challenging him. Right. I lost. I lost, but I won. You know what I mean? I lost the physical fight, but I won because one, he never bothered me again. Two, he never bothered Leslie McGarry again. <laughs> <laughs> the elementary school crush. Yeah, here we go. It, but, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And it's, um, and I, and I, and I want, I want the people out there to understand that there are, avenues of help uh, everywhere even though that people say to themselves people tell you oh mr joe i i never knew that this would hurt somebody yeah. like where but where would that fucking come from you know like where would that come from i'm just gonna say it man they're at home watching mom and dad on the computers at night 
They're watching their older siblings on the computers at night. They're reading stuff. They're seeing their buddies on. Listen, man, what kids learn at 13 today, we learned at 18. Like, it, it, listen, let's let's be honest. I mean, sex education for most kids nowadays is probably you porn. <laughs> right? It's sad, man. It's sad. But, but it's just everything's at the power of their fingertips now. It's hard to... <sighs> Listen, man, we can teach our kids, you know, morally uh, correct actions. We can lead by example. But at the end of the day, they're going to be in a position in this online world of ours where they have decisions to make with the words they choose to use, with the keyboard that they're typing on, um, with the friends that they choose to associate with. All we can do as parents is say, we hope we've given you the right tools to make that right decision. And if you don't, you learn from it, you move on, right? right. But, but, but kids are being challenged they they see power in hateful words they see um popularity right look there's a lot of people that laugh at a lot of bullying comments you know we're in the day of a power of a like everybody likes being liked <gasps> how many likes do i have well if right. you say something hateful and you get a thousand likes but only 12 people calling you out on it those thousand likes will just fuel you Right. So that's the world we live in, man. I believe you, brother. Streaming, streaming, and online gaming. Holy moly. That's, listen, we, we got to be aware, man. We got to be aware as parents of what's going on in the online world. It's a, <clears throat> that's a totally different thing and a totally different, like uh, another whole yeah. uh, like of, of shit that happens online. It's like, you know, the online gaming, the online this. There's so many things that are going on. I mean, <clears throat> yes, my kids are on the PS5 or 4, 5, whatever it is, you know. <clears throat> but as as last week I was talking about um, on my podcast is that I, I would, as a parent, I would cap the time on that, okay? But still, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> Both parents go to work. Kid wakes up, doesn't go to school. <clears throat> goes downstairs, uses the uh, the PS5, plays all day fucking the killing game. Yeah. I, like, you know, doing that every day has got to tell you something that <clears throat> that it is okay to hurt somebody. You know, I feel that kids today, and that's just my opinion, that <clears throat> they have zero remorse when it comes to taking somebody's life. They have no core. They have no issues putting a fucking gun and shooting somebody or stabbing somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, I'm gonna get some water. Give me one second, okay? Do it. Yes, do it. Real life, right here, folks. Dave needs water. I'm running the show now. What should we talk about? I wish I could see chat. I don't think I figured that out yet. Nope. I definitely haven't figured that out yet. Anyways, it's great to be here. It's great to connect with all of you. You know, feel free to reach out. Joey Drex on Facebook. Joey Drex on Instagram. UI We Matter on Instagram. Um, Joey Drex on TikTok. It's wild. I know. It's crazy. Social media. Need to be there, though, because you're there. Oh, welcome back, Dave. Welcome back, Dave. I was just keeping the audience entertained. Hey, the powers of live, <clears throat> live podcasts where <laughs> I had this coffee fit. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, it happens, man. I know. It's crazy. Know. What I'm trying, to, what I'm trying to say is that um, kids today, 
they have they have disregard for human life, like total disregard. No yeah. problem, you know, stabbing somebody or trying to hurt somebody to a fatal way. It's crazy. Every day, man, you know, every day you listen to the news and there's another shooting or stabbing in our city, you know, it's, it's uh, in the cities that surround us. You're right. And, and you know, and people who track these stats are saying there's more of these crimes happening during COVID because people are going a little bit berserk, I guess. I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. That's why that's what we try to we're trying to find that <clears throat> that happy medium to say, OK, what is what can we do? Um, as parents, but more importantly, Joey's like, <clears throat> like I want to bring up more of what you do. You are, mm-hmm. you are an inspiration to hundreds, even thousands of people over the years about about just like letting them know that you know you are beautiful inside. You know, there's we can help. We can talk about things. We don't. There, you're nothing. Is you know everyone has their quorums and and just like of. Of things they, uh, you know, good or bad, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. We're human being, okay, yeah. and we have to, we have to be uh, one with each other. Like, just it's tough. It's it's tough to explain because it's it's hard to explain because I want to I want to just let people know that you know you are doing an awesome job in what you're doing with people, and and I try to do that in my everyday life, <clears throat> you know. Chances are very slim now because of fat because COVID's around. You're not going to go up to people and, and, like you said, and see how they're doing. But yeah. uh, you know, I work in a in a in an essential business, and I'm around people, around my employees, and, and I'm always in their faces every week, every few days. I'm like, hey man, how's it going? Good. What's going on with you? Right? You just that little bit, that little yeah. trigger. We talk about trigger, saying, hey, you know what, Dave? Yeah, you know what? Fuck, I had you know had a uh, fight with my girlfriend or just, you know, this and that. Hey, man, talk to us, right? Mm-hmm. One yeah. of the best questions you can ask after your first question, it's, a, it's, a, it's also one that's um, the, the, the recipient just knows you're ready is when you say, hey, how are you? And the person says, hey, I'm all right. And you go, how, how are you really? <laughs> you know, how are you really doing? Like challenge them. How are you really doing? You know, and that could just be the, yeah, you know what, man? It's been a, it's been a heavy week, but I appreciate you asking. And I'm telling you, man, that relieves some stuff because in that person in that moment feels somebody knows that I'm dealing with some shit, right? You know, and that sometimes is just a little bit of a uh, of relief, you know. And when you're when you're battling it, you you want relief, you know. Right. And 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 you know, just over the years, you learn though that listen, man, no matter how dark it gets, and that's one thing I want to tell people, Dave is that no matter how dark it gets, you can get through it. I know what it's like to not want to be here. Um, I'm glad that I am here. I'm glad that I failed. And because there's so much about life that even through the challenges, that's so beautiful. You know right. what I'm saying? So, And I think we need to – there's a lot of stigma still around it. Um, it doesn't mean you're weak. I don't believe in that at all. It doesn't mean you're, you're crazy. That's not it at all. It doesn't mean you're going to like kill somebody or beat somebody up or go crazy. It's not what it means at all. It means that sometimes, sometimes 
you just get a little bit lost in your head and you have a hard time putting the pieces together. But over the years, you learn how to put those pieces together. You learn what tools to use in order to slow things down so the pieces come together, right? That's what I'm saying. And, and, and people sometimes just have a lot of heaviness in their brain that they just need to piece together because there's a lot, man. And COVID has really, you know, heightened that, that, that heaviness on people. Like I said earlier, people that are battling, you know, being lonely. I, you know, I, I have a family member who very, you know, it's sad, man, but, but, you know, she battles loneliness and uh, COVID doesn't help. You know, so as much as we want to reach out and, and, and so forth, there's just, there's a lot of sadness, man, right now, but we're going to get through it. We, we will get through it. We will get because through it. Because we have to. We have to. Because no matter what, dude, no matter what, it's it's worth to wake up tomorrow. It's worth it. You said it, brother. You said it. It is worth to wake up tomorrow. You know, whether you're alone or with your family, people are people are thinking and reacting differently when they wake up and, and especially with a COVID losing their job. You know, oh, God. domestic dispute, yeah. domestic violence has increased, you know, mental yeah. health obviously. <clears throat> just all these factors. And that's what really, really bothers me is like with the, with the way the, the government um, is approaching this. And yes, there are, there are, you know, anti-maskers, there's all this and there's all that. And, and I get it. I, I'm keeping my political views to myself um, about all this, but listen, in the end, we got to follow the rules. It is what it is, um, but uh, it is going to get better. The worst um, I believe the worst is still yet to come, yeah. um, meaning lockdown. I mean, I'm not saying about deaths and so forth. I'm just saying about just uh, it, the economy, uh, economical, economic, the economy-wise. I think it's going to get worse and when it, before it gets better. Yeah. Uh, and 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 unfortunately, that's what happens. People are going to lose their jobs, their businesses, and 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 that affects them personally. They're like they lost their fucking entire life savings. 50 years, let's say, in business plus just because they had to close down, they can't survive. That that fucking bothers me, you know? It's it's um, it's funny, right? It bothers me too. And and there's not a damn thing anybody can do about it. Nothing at all. All we can do is follow the rules um, and hopefully this, this fucking pandemic numbers goes down. But I honestly think... <clears throat> you know, I honestly think it's going to be like, you know, like SARS. It's just going to be like a light switch. All of a sudden, oh, boom, we're fucking back to normal again, you know? Yeah, I hope so, man. I really do because it, it's crazy. Like, like I'm not going to see my kids this Christmas. You know, we, as a family, we made a very tough decision to do that. And uh, um, it sucks, man. Like, I, I was the one who thought, ah, you know what, man, our bubble's been small. Like, we can do this, but just with the way the numbers are going, um, you know, my son challenged me on it, right? And he's like, Dad, you know what? I want this to end, and we've got to do our part. And uh, when your kid challenges you on that, um, you got to listen, you know? Listen. You know? Talk about that. Listen. Yeah. So, so you know, it's, it's going to be tough, man. But you know what, though? Um, we have the power of FaceTime. We have the power of Zoom. Um, you know, there's ways to communicate today that, that there wasn't back then. So it's not all doom and gloom. We're healthy. We're going to get through this. I'm blessed, man. You read about, you know, more and more deaths every day from COVID. We're not a family dealing with that. Knock on wood. 
yeah. you know, and, and, and hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to, to sure. the families that have lost people um, yeah. during this time, man. But yeah, it's causing a lot of uh, uh, trickle effects in the mental health for sure. Oh my God. And that's where, that's where our whole topic is about is just finding ways to, um, to cope, you know, just like there's, you know, just having, I guess, just, you know, recognizing the signs of, of mental health that someone is, you know, like a nervous or mental breakdown, you know, um, easy trigger points to make them agitated anxiety, you know, that those are all, those are all symptoms that we, that we try to, um, we want to help out with and, and, and be there for them. And, and the, the, unfortunately though, Joey, is that like, we can never solve, we can never solve it, but we can always soothe it, help it, um, you know, just, uh, you know, just to be there for them. And, and like we talked about communication, music, um, yeah. you know, just people, uh, family, friends, uh, even dogs or cats, animals, anything oh. that can help, you know, that can help them. And, and, and I love it because I'm, I'm a, a total animal person. And it's like, uh, I love the fact that all the humane societies for dogs, like there's none left. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's wild. We uh, we service one of the humane societies, and yeah, to to be on their property and not hear the dogs barking, it's it's yeah, it's creepy, but it's good. I know it's good. I know. I know, and I'm sure there's other animals that are not being taken, yeah. uh, but you know, it is it is life, and it is it's the way it is. Um, but other than that, man, I mean, it's like uh, shit. We can go on and on about stuff like that, and and getting into certain places with our lives and so forth. But you know what, man, in the end, we are here. We're on this, we're, we're above ground. Yeah. We're, we're alive. We're, we're just being with people that we love and being around people we want to be around with. Okay. And, and teaching people, I'm sure you teach people how to recognize people that you should not hang around with yeah. uh, that are toxic and toxic is a toxic is, is something that, that kids use in their vocabularies these days when they're, they're on their phones and, and all the bullshit talk they do on their, on their phones, right? It's, it's toxic, right? So that translates, you know, years down the road, that's how they're going to, that's how they act. That's how they are. Here's my thought, you know, habitual. We are creatures of habits and being habitual, even with things like that is, is, is in the truest form, you right. know, it takes time to change. You know, part of our programs was a 21 day uh, portion in the school year where there would be acts of kindness. There would be teamwork approaches, community giving. And, and, and the whole idea was that it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. Right. Mm -hmm. So if, if we just focus on that in all aspects of life, if we want change, change our habits, put our phone down for an hour more each day for 21 straight days and start creating that habit, uh, write in your journal a little bit more each day, creating a habit of, of a healthy choice, right? Uh, getting in the habit each day of listening to music for an hour at night. Um, we can, we can train kids also to get out of the habit of bullying, get out of the habit of hurting other people. And, uh, we as adults, um, I'll tell you in the workplace, you see it a lot too, right? Is, is, is 
creatures of habits right. and triggers the mental health aspect. And then mom and dad go home with that mental health and, and the kids see that and you know the cycle kind of repeats itself. But I'm getting a little bit all over the place here with, with all this because we can go on forever about it. But uh, look, we're creatures of habits, but we right. can create healthy habits. And that's what we're trying to do with the UI We Matter movement is to create a real healthy cultural movement in this man listen let's make it cool to talk about it let's make it cool to say i have a story you know and it doesn't define me but it's a part of me right. you know and that's what we're hoping to do here you you know you said the right words and 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 having that 21 day you know uh habit of of not yeah. do, not doing that how about wouldn't that fucking work for covid 21 yeah. days of like not fucking going out anywhere, wear your mask, wash your hands, stay home, you know, like, yeah, you'd think maybe that might, that might apply with the same technology, the same, the same oh, aspect, yeah. right? So yeah, it, it could work for sure. I think that's the whole idea behind the lockdown and, but like, look, man, lockdown, lockdown, Jesus, you know, where I live, man, it's just, it's 401 all the time. Right, right through the right through the city, dude. Lockdown or not, there's a million cars on the road, so right. Right. Uh, everybody's going to Walmart, supporting the big box stores. Right, you know, and that's I'm not going to fucking go there, but I mean, <laughs> first the first lockdown we had, where um, you know there was hardly anybody, anybody in the roads. It was like ghost town. I remember, yeah. So all of a sudden now, we're in like phase two, and uh, if. Dude, there's more fucking cars on the highway than I than I've seen ever. I know, ever. It's rush hour all the time, man. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. Nuts. So that's why the numbers are going up, man. Nobody's listening. I mean, yeah, we're yeah. we're 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 following it because we can't go to the mom and pa store on the corner in that regard because that's a forced decision. Right. But Costco's open, Walmart's open, right. out of town shoppings just down the street where it's allowed nobody's right. checking your driver's license to make sure you're you know you're you're a local like what what are you gonna have to do man bring the military in go into martial law yeah. you know i mean how do you really get under control i mean but listen i all all considering it's a shit show down south man right compared to what we got going on here right. you know in america i mean thousands of people are dying every day it's 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 ridiculous you know at least we have some decent leadership here but we don't need to talk politics no 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 i mean i i we again <laughs> yeah i, I could have just sparked i could have thrown a bomb everyone we had decent we had decent <laughs> leadership it's just my little humbled opinion as i pour more wine yeah no kidding eh? <laughs> oh my god speaking of wine yes let's talk okay. about your wine well i want to say listen i i this fantastic gentleman that that uh, stopped by my office today, and he brought me this um, this beautiful bottle of Torbrec, mm. and it's an Australian one, I believe. Uh, it is sixteen years old. This bottle, okay, beautiful man, sixteen years old. And he says, "Dave, Merry Christmas! I want you to open it up, decanter it um, half hour before you want to have your show." Let it sit in there. Do this. Pour it on an angle. Label up very slowly. Like like he is precise when it comes to this. And uh, I and I just said to my wife, I said, "You want know here?" She goes, "Why are you opening it now? Like this is a good bottle of wine. We should have it. Like you know, we have dinner or whatever." I said, "No, uh, uh, uh." This guy is going to be watching the show tonight, 
And he's going to say, why did you fucking put that bottle? Why did you open that bottle up? So anyways, I opened it up and I gave her a glass. We had a, uh, a little Christmas cheer pre-podcast. Beautiful, beautiful. But I'm telling you, it's uh, the smooth, rich flavor. Uh, very fruity. It's a Shiraz. Uh, and and it's very fruity. You know, um, I enjoy it. I've really enjoyed this one. I, I Listen, I am not a huge, and I kept telling people, I'm not a huge wine connoisseur, but we all like a good. Of course. Person, okay. And, of course uh, we do. I'm, I'm glad I could I could share this with you and uh, uh, and everybody out there as well. And and, and I'm, I'm super glad, Joey, that you came on board tonight and and uh, and just talked about how we because uh, last time you were here, you're my you were actually in my studio. Yes. So and and it was it was great. I mean, I've since then re, re you know remodeled it and and we're gonna get you back in here again. Yeah, buddy. Around three. Uh, you yes. know, post COVID, and uh, and we really want to know what what uh, your next steps are. Yeah, on uh, on rebranding your business and and uh, or maybe not just a business, but rebranding rebranding your techniques, and that's what we want to hear about. And like I said, Dave, you know, through it all, it's 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 since my dad died in 2015, and the whole shift happened. Right. It's never been about being a business anymore through it all if somebody comes to me and says hey i'd like you to come and speak at this conference or i'd like you to come to this workplace and you know launch our programs or listen man if it's organic i'm all about it but uh, because it needs to be because you can't you can't make anybody open up and talk about it but you can just give them the key and 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 hopefully they open the door and walk through with you right and that's what you know, the UI We Matter movement's going to be all about. So that if you see somebody wearing that shirt or wearing that hat or the sticker on the car, you know, hey, man, that's a person that has a story, knows of a story, and supports the openness of saying that um, um, we have a story. You know, awesome. we need to be heard. You said it, man. We need to be heard. And you, <clears throat> you are going to be heard. And we're going to send out... Um, you know the, your your uh, email address for people to get a hold of you. <clears throat> you know, just for any any uh, support uh, uh, techniques, coaching, just anything that will just help them to talk and communicate. And um, yeah, you know, and I and I listen. I really want to wish you all the best uh, to you and your family, and and a merry Christmas, man. It's like, brother, we got to get together. You know, in person and yes. uh, share a few things that we cannot show we cannot show our viewers right now but you know and um, even though it's legal in canada yeah, but yeah, yeah that's right of course man hey listen again there's no judging people should never fucking judge anybody shame on those who do brother right i bet that happens all the time and say hey, listen we all do it we you know in, in a our own little way but you know you can't judge character off of you uh you know what what wine we drink Right, you can't, and uh, and again, uh, I, I really, really, really appreciate um, your conversation, your topics, your answers, your your voice on uh, on UI We Matter and Joey Drex. Uh, you are the man tonight. Thank you very much. And I mean the the name on uh, my podcast. I just had to think of something, so I said the loved voice, it voice in our head. You know, loved uh, it. It, it. It pretty much. I mean, like. I catch myself all the time. Just there's voices in your head that tell you certain things, and and um, you know whether you talk to yourself. And there's nothing wrong with you talking to yourself. Not at all, man. Yeah, man. Fuck, I talk to myself all the time. Yeah. You know? But 
um, we always find that direction or the path of, of, of aid to help us calm ourselves down. Okay. Yeah. And you and I, I'm, I'm a huge music fan. Music does that for me. Okay. Yes, sir. And, uh, and talking to people, talking to you, having my podcast is uh, something that I love and it takes away the bullshit from fucking Monday's fires and bullshit at work and all the weekends, you know, right? So, you just said one, can I just say one last thing, 30 seconds? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You said it right there, you have a passion, right? I even wrote a note here, talk about hobbies and passions. Listen, man, it's you have an outlet. Right. People need to have an outlet, whether that be having a podcast, building a basement studio, right? Um, reading a book, writing poetry, it doesn't matter, right. man. Find, finding an outlet and a passion is so good for your mental health. And I really, really encourage that. It's never too late, man. Oh, it's, it's never too late. And you always, never. Think, you always think yourself it is. Nah, man, it is never too late. Just like it's never too late to bust a move on the dance floor when <laughs> DJ Dave is spinning his beats, man. Buddy, we wait till those fucking times happen again. I I'm already you. there. Listen, I'm already dancing. You don't even see it. It's happening so fast right now. <laughs> It's the I truth, it. man. I love your beats. You always spin great music, man. And and you oh, I gotta show you one more thing. Yes. Just one more little treat. Listen. A good friend dropped these sauces off today. Oh yeah! I've got I've got two of the forefathers sauces, and let me hot sauces. Let me tell you, I had the jalapeno today, and it's so good because you know why? It's 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 hot, but you still taste your food, and it's sweet. Like it's just it's it's the best I've had, man. I'm telling you right now. I'm not just saying it because you're my boy. I'm all about sauces like this. And Forefathers has it going on. And if the cayenne is just as good, whew. I love it, buddy. And you know what? And I didn't ask you to put my No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You and, did not. Right. And and again, it's like we're never too young, never too old to take a passion for yeah, food man. and music and combine that to forefathers. And it's like, I appreciate your support, man. This is fucking yeah, awesome. dude. Congratulations. I appreciate entrepreneurism and you guys have created a wonderful product made in Canada. Uh, we're going to support you guys, small business. I'm telling you, man, you guys have got a real solid sauce. Awesome, man, buddy. I love you, man. Thanks so much for everything for tonight. And, uh, and cheers. Cheers, brother. Cheers to you and yeah. your family. Ching, ching, ching. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yeah. And we will see you in 2021. Buddy, we will, man. You know it, okay? Yeah, buddy. Remember, all Dave. The, all you the matter. Bet. I matter. We matter. You bet, man. Love you, buddy. Okay, buddy. Love you much. too, brother. Okay, bye-bye. 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 Oh. How was that? I think that was a great little fucking podcast with uh, with my good friend Joey Drex, who has um, who has he's been on my show once already, and uh, I, man, he is a guy that um, that you know knows all about what's going on with mental health, and and I'm I'm so happy that uh, he got to um, he got to uh, uh, be my guest for tonight. So I appreciate. Um, 
I appreciate everything that he's done uh, in his uh, in his brand, and I wish him all the best. And we are going to continue on with uh, great music. Uh, I'm going to play uh, some. I got some great new Soulful House uh, that just came out, and uh, I want everyone to just to sit back, grab a drink, grab grab whatever you want, and just enjoy yourselves while I play some music. And, and like I said, this is all this is all live, so bear with me so everything is everything is still um just like i gotta move stuff around and so forth but it's all good i want everyone to have a great time we're gonna play some music and uh all the best and we'll see you next week but enjoy the music enjoy the live mixing enjoy this nice deep and soulful house and we got some great tracks for you guys thanks so much and have yourself a great night
what I need. I know I can't succeed or try to stay away of the love and you bring. Too hard to achieve. Can't you understand? This wasn't part of the plan. We would have keep this a secret. Now I wanna scream to the one that I am your girl. Can't you feel this? Let me love you, let me love you, chase your face away, don't you? 
reflect on the not so long ago when freedom wasn't a distant word. What now, what now, we scream to our hearts. I'm feeling out of place and overwhelmed. Do we roll over and drown in our sorrows? I'm feeling out of place and overwhelmed. Hoping tomorrow will be the day our bodies will be set free. Free to roam, free to dance, free to explore this vast world once more. Or do we resent the sunrise because over the horizon is that place we dare not go. But if I told you today that it's okay to run, how fast would you go? Would you let the wind carry you to speeds never imagined? Would you jump so high that it seemed like there were steps in the sky helping you to the goal? What would you do? Where would you go when the fear subsides and the air is pure once again? Would you make your way to the ocean? And when you get there, will you jump in? Would you find the nearest mountain and climb it just because? Will you pick up where you left off through the pressure and the pain? Would you look through every reflection and wonder if you're the same person you are? Coming out, then went in. If I told you today that it's okay, I wonder. I just wanna love 
We're going to take you now to Chicago, where this past weekend at least 52 people were shot, eight of them killed in a wave of violence across the city. What is going on there? Hadia Pendleton, 15 years old, a majorette in her high school band, gunned down in Chicago. Kids killing kids. Mothers burying their kids. How is this humanly possible that we, as people, cannot get these teenagers under control? I don't get it.
the way you work it, no diggity, I got to bag it up. 